Well, hello everybody, and a very warm welcome to a new week. Um, I'm so sorry that I didn't do one yesterday when I promised you I would. Um, it was one of those things where I got distracted on Saturday and um, never got undistracted, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, I'm very sorry about yesterday. Uh, I hope that you can uh, <laughs> forgive me and, uh, yeah, let's begin the week today. Yesterday was my day off, in case you were just wondering, I'm, because I'm, I'm working on Friday, so uh, I had to take uh, another day off. But anyway, now that I have uh, asked your forgiveness, let's move on and pray. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Lord God of our salvation, to you be praise and glory forever. As once you ransomed your people from Egypt and led them to freedom in the promised land, so now you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of your risen Son. May we, the first fruits of your new creation, rejoice in this new day you have made and praise you for your mighty acts. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. And so on the first, we've missed a few feast days, so we need to catch up with that. So um, on the 1st of May, it was the feast day of, well, I always call them Pip and Jims, um, but Philip and James. So there, collect, almighty Father, whom truly to know is eternal life. Teach us to know your son, Jesus Christ, as the way, the truth and the life that we may follow the steps of your holy apostles, Philip and James, and walk steadfastly in the way that leads to your glory, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So our Bible reading today comes from James chapter 4 and we're looking at verses 13 uh, to the end which is 17. James 4, 13 to 17. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't do it, it is sin for them. So we are starting a new chapter of our book today, which is very exciting. So uh, my the book that I have chosen, well, we started a new book, sorry, not even a new chapter. It is a new chapter, but it's a new book. So we finished Tim Hughes' book last week. So the book I've chosen is one that I read ages ago. Um, I didn't get all the way through it, so I'm hoping that this might prompt me to get all the way through it. Uh, this is a book by Wayne Jacobson and Dave Coleman called So You Don't Want to Go to Church Anymore, which is... Uh, controversial title. Let's see how we get on. So this is chapter one and this is titled Stranger and Stranger Still. At that moment he was the last person I wanted to see. My day had been bad enough already. Now I was certain it was going to get worse. 
Yet there he was, a moment before he had poked his head into the cafeteria, walked over to the beverage station and poured himself some fruit juice. I thought about ducking under the table but quickly realised I was too old for that. Maybe he wouldn't see me back in the corner. I looked down and covered my face with my hands. Out of the cracks between my fingers I could see he had turned, leaned back against the counter and took a drink while surveying the room. Then he squinted towards me as he realised he wasn't alone. With a surprised look, he stared, started towards me. Of all nights, why here? Why now? It had been our worst day ever in a long and torturous battle. Since three o'clock in the afternoon when the asthma made its first attempt that day to strangle Andrea, our 12-year-old daughter, we had been on guard for her life. First we rushed her to the hospital watching her struggle for every breath. Then we watched as the doctors and nurses battled with her asthma for the use of her lungs. I admit I do not deal with this well, although you'd think I would with all the practice I've had. My wife and I watched our daughter suffer all of her life, never certain when a sudden life-threatening attack would send us scurrying to the hospital. It makes me so angry to watch her suffer no matter how much we've prayed for her and had others do the same, the asthma continues to get worse. A couple of hours before the medication finally kicked in and she began to breathe more easily. My wife headed home to get some much needed sleep and relieve her parents who'd come to be with our other daughter. I stayed the night. Andrea finally fell asleep and I found my way to the cafeteria for something to, to drink and a quiet place to read. I was too wired to sleep. Grateful to find the place deserted, I poured myself a cup of coffee and sat down in the shadows of a distant corner. I was so angry I couldn't even think straight. What had I done so wrong that my daughter must suffer like this? Why does God ignore my desperate pleas for her healing? Other parents gripe about paying playing taxicab for their, all their children's activities. I don't even know if Andrea will survive her next asthma attack and I worry that the steroids she's on will stunt her growth. Somewhere in the middle of a good wallow in my anger, he poked his head into my private sanctuary. Now, he was walking over to my table and I honestly thought about punching him in the mouth if he dared to open it even though deep down I knew I wouldn't. I'm only violent inside, not on the outside, wherever anyone else can see it. I've never met anyone more frustrating than John. I was so excited when we first met, and honestly, I've never met anyone as wise as he is, but he's brought me nothing but grief. Since he's come into my life, I've lost my lifelong dream job, been ostracized from the church I'd helped to start 15 years ago, 15 years before, and even found my marriage in rougher waters than I've ever known. To understand just how frustrated I am, you would have to come back with me to the day I first met John. And incre as incredible as, as the beginning was, it doesn't compare to all we've been through since. So our common worship response is, Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your sting? Christ is risen from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Death is swallowed up in victory. The trumpet will sound and the dead shall be raised. Where, O oh death, is your sting? We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your sting? So our prayers today come from the writing of David Adam. Let us pray. God of love, may we abide in your presence and so abide in your love. As we freely receive your love, let us freely share with others all that you have given to us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father of all, we pray for your church that it may be caring, loving and accepting. We pray for the outreach of your church that it may seek out the needy, the outcasts and the rejected. 
that love may be revealed in action. We come with sorrow for all who have been denied freedom or peace. We pray for places where communities have been destroyed, where families have been divided or separated, for children who have lost contact with parents. Remember all who seek to heal that which divides. Amen. So let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you all for being with me today. I look very much forward to being with you again tomorrow. Um, I hope that you have a great day. Um, I have got a meeting with somebody at an actual coffee shop this morning, so I'm hoping that it's not going to rain, because otherwise, you know, that's going to be rubbish and we're going to get wet. But the forecast is on-off showers all day today, so I got wet on my walk. So I think I'm going to take a coat with me when I meet... um, this person because I think I may get wet. Um, Have a good one everybody and I will be with you tomorrow. And so may the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.